think I'm Meek Mill with the bitches. They think it's a menage a night. Farms come out the garage a night. Private jets for me and the entourage a night. See, they don't know the struggle. Real niggas gotta juggle. When the farms was shuttles, when the pools was puddles. All the slick rebuttals turn to come through and cuddle. Niggas that act the subtle now wanna be in the huddle. But everybody who doubted getting flexed on first. And everybody who hated getting flexed on worse. They don't wanna see you level up. They holding you, son. The one you take a bullet for is probably holding the gun. And they can't wait to sell you out at your next auction. Don't you ever play the play, no extortion. Get yourself a baddie in them Rolex watches. Take her home and fuck her like your ex watch. Yo, 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 cut that shit, cut that shit. Hey, yo, hey, yo. This is King Known Uncensored, man. The hottest shit in the streets. Summertime shootout. Y'all already know what time it is, man. We just, you know, a lot of my peers are declaring the summer over. Damn. Like that? This is what they doing to the summer right now, nigga. They letting them guns off. They letting them off. They said that the summer's over. And I'm like, what? Summer not over? Summer doesn't end until September 22nd. What the fuck is y'all on? And they was like, you know, cats I respect. You know what I'm talking about? Other niggas with podcasts and shit, right? They told me, hey, yo. Talk about the summer, nigga. Summer over, nigga. Shit ass, nigga. And you know what? I was like, all right, nigga. I'll drop one, nigga. I'll drop some hot shit for y'all, nigga. I'll drop some shit, man. Okay. Yeah, man. So it's death to the summer, huh? Let me give you my thoughts on summer 2021. That shit was butt. Definitely the worst summer, like, in my 32 years of living, this would probably be ranked 32nd. Shit, I lost my grandfather, what, two summers ago? Or last summer, whatever, right? Scary shit. Wouldn't wish that on nobody. And I would even rank that summer above this one. That's how bad it is. I... I ain't get to go out of town, but one time, I ain't really get to do shit, but work. I had my hot boy summer in winter, in the spring. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know? I mean, I went to some parties and shit. Don't get me wrong. I went to a day party. I went to a couple day parties, a couple of clubs, you know, a little bullshit like that. But I don't, I don't go out like I used to, man. You know, I'm a kickback nigga. Never been like a club, buy out the bar type of nigga. I always... Got, I always called the homies up, got them all together and shit a month or a few weeks ahead of time. Like, hey, I'm trying to throw a party on this day. What you doing? What's your schedule like? Or I send like a group message to two different groups of people. You know, that type of thing. 
It wasn't that this summer. You know, the COVID was still going around. You know, we was just recovering from that. Then we got the Delta variant. That's what they talking about. My plans, the Delta variant. Know what I'm saying? You choose which one. Me personally, dude, I honestly don't believe in COVID. I believe that it was the flu the whole entire time because you can die from that, you know. But a lot of niggas gonna be crying about that shit. Q, you should take the vaccine. I'm not putting that shit in me. I don't know what the fuck they putting into me. And you don't know either. I ain't fucking with that shit. But... Alright, since this is focused mostly on music and sports, right? I'll give you some moments that I fuck with. You know what I'm saying? As far as the music. Let me pull up the dates and shit. As far as the albums go. Because we got a special edition of 10 Verses. Coming up later on in the programming. Alright. Uh... It's a lot of funny shit. Ha <laughs> ha ha. Drake fans, you didn't get certified lover girl. Easy breezy beautiful cover girl. <laughs> then Pop Smoke dropped an album that was Buns. And then I found out Pop Smoke has no more music. Thank God. Who Lord polluting the airwaves of bullshit. Didn't like dude when he was alive or in death. Sorry. Don't like it. Um, then we found out Donda. <laughs> the saga of Donda. Shout out to Kanye West. The, 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 the fucking... <laughs> that boy was finessing y'all. Had y'all listening to tracks and shit. $10,000 water. $50,000 t-shirts. And a hundred thousand dollar shoes. No shoes. <laughs> no shoes. <laughs> Not the shoes. <laughs> I loved it, man. It was entertaining, you know. He done bought out the damn stadiums and shit and didn't drop a motherfucking thing. I'm a Kanye fan, but I expect this kind of shit from Kanye. A lot of y'all was disappointed in your feelings that Big Dog Kanye and the People's Champion Drake didn't drop this year. <laughs> but I have some musical highlights. I mean, I'm going to start at April, maybe. I'm going to start at late April, right? Yeah, that, that Moray Street sermons, you know what I'm saying? Khaled, Khaled. I mean, that shit was aight. It wasn't Khaled's best, but it wasn't his worst either. I enjoyed some of the songs on Khaled Khaled. Not all of them, but some of them. Yeah, he had a couple summer joints on that bitch. Um, I was kind of disappointed in T Grizzly, built for whatever. Off season, though. <laughs> yeah, we got a gift. And then Nicki Minaj re-released her only classic work to my knowledge be me up scotty 
and that project was incredible. Like this was, you know, if Nicki would have released packs of these and instead of the albums that she released, she'd be up there. She'd be top 50 rappers. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, man. Benny the Butcher and 38 Special dropping Trust the Sopranos. The Trust Click teaming up with the Black Soprano family. <laughs> that nigga 38 Special, you know, who is Cool G Rap Son, this motherfucker only on two songs. Shit, Benny had four or five. Ransom had three or four. It was a, that was a dope project. If you like real rap shit. Man, Young and May dropped a turd. <laughs> DMX dropped Exodus at the end of May. That was a woo, hot fire, hot fire. Loved Exodus. Am I going to say it's a classic? No. But it was damn good, though. It was way better than that undisputed bullshit he dropped four years ago. Lil Durk and Lil Baby dropped an album. It was just a lot of energy in that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of energy, a lot of energy, a lot of energy. Um, Migos Culture 3, that's one of them top albums of the summer. That's up there. It's definitely top three, top five albums this summer released. Polo G did all right. Hall of Fame was okay. It wasn't all that. Logic Lamar, Logic Jermaine Lamar gave us two bodies of work. One being the best of Young Sinatra. I think he put the best... Um, songs from his Young Sinatra mixtapes into an album, you know, just to, you know, you know, Logic was finessing. Logic had two albums left on Def Jam. He couldn't just fake retire. That nigga had to drop projects to get out of that Def Jam contract. Where he stops, we'll never know. Juicy J re-released the hustles, the hustle continues and added more songs. Gave us the uh banger, take it to the head with Rico Nasty and Lord Infamous. Tyler the Creator dropped a classic this year. Call me if you get lost. Major numbers, big classic out here, big classic. Styles P dropped a decent album finally. Fake Jam, I mean Space Jam, a new legacy soundtrack was super mid. Vince Staples. Yes, sir. Dropped a pretty good pro- self-titled project. ESTG dropped a decent album and Bigger Than Life or Death. That was pretty decent. Young Blue, Moon Boy. Moon Boy was solid. Pretty. It was a lot better than I expected. Dave East and Harry Fraud. Whoo. That was some fire for you. That's real rap right there. That's good rap. That's good music right there. Isaiah Rashad. The house is burning. Man, now that's up there with Sylvia Demo. I think that might be my favorite Isaiah Rashad album. And I think Sylvia Demo was close to a classic, if not that particular thing. This one got a hook on There we go. All right. Then we got motherfucking um, Nas dropping King's Disease 2. Oh, man. Another classic on Nas's belt. 
Then we had Benny the Butcher dropping unreleased work in Pyrex Picasso. Boldy and Alchemist dropping Bo Jackson. Fat Joe dropping a, a mixtape called What Would Big Do, which was dope. Then we got that Versus. We got that Locks and Dipset Versus. Joel Shantana. Shoko Street Talkers and Shoko Street Sausage. There go, don't stop now. <laughs> you know, I could tell he was perked up, leaned up on that stage. Jim Jones was performing some fucking bullshit, some hella B sides. That's us, the Purple City Bird Gang. Nobody want to hear that shit, man. While the locks just came out locked and loaded. Now, let's talk about. Let's see, what else? What else happened in Versus, nigga? Let me check out the Versus battles that were released this summer. Um, let me see here. Okay, we had Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown. Oh, Lord have mercy. Too much alcohol in Bobby Brown. Oh, Lord. That hot-ass red coat, my nigga. I was sweating with him. And then that bad singing by Keith Sweat. That bad singing. Bobby Brown at least could hold a note and dance. This nigga keep sweat. Man, you did so good. <laughs> then we got to see Bow Wow and Soldier Boy. Oh man, the nigga Bow Wow hit the Harlem Shake. And oh yeah, I forgot to mention about Locks and Dipset. Dipset died that day. R.I.P. Cam, Joel's, Joel's, Freaky, Jim George. <laughs> like the Locks whooped they ass so bad. Bow Wow, oh man, it wasn't even close, man. Soldier Boy got killed in that battle. Um, E versus Trina, that was pretty interesting. I had Trina winning, of course, but Eve held her own. Um, we got to see Escape and SWV. That was pretty good. There's a lot of shade being thrown. I swear to God it was. Then we got to see Red and Meth. Man, that was incredible. Red and Meth. Man, that was real rap. Real fucking rap right there. These are two guys that went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, I had uh, SWV winning that battle, I think, if I can recall. Then I had Method Man winning, I think. Shit, nigga, I don't remember all my fucking verses. Y'all go, go back and watch my old shows for that, nigga. 
What else happened? Sports. The Milwaukee Bucks won the NBA championship. Man, that was beautiful to see that Giannis led a team. You know, I was debating along with people like, is Drew is Drew Holiday a star player? Man, I said hell to the knob. People looked at me like I shot they dog. I'm like, that dude's not a star. He's a defensive player. Like, he's a defensive player that can sometimes provide an offensive punch. Not all the time. That wasn't consistent in that finals. I don't look at Middleton or Holiday as stars. I don't give a fuck if they are former all-stars. They weren't this year. Giannis led a team where he was the only superstar. And the other guys were solid players. Two top 50 players. And led them to a championship. That was beautiful to watch. Everybody want to say injuries, man. Injuries has been a part of every playoff run in history. There has rarely been a team that was healthy the whole entire time without an injury happening. There were times that Kevin Durant missed time. Steph Curry didn't miss time. Uh... Giannis didn't miss a couple of games. You know, Kyrie didn't miss games. So I don't want to hear that excuse. Giannis won that championship fair and square, and he deserves all of the credit. That Kevin Durant versus Giannis game where Kevin Durant had 49 points, and then he had that game seven, that epic game seven. Incredible basketball to watch. There's a lot of likes I had. And then not to mention, haha, my ops got crushed by the Phoenix Suns. The Laker ops got beat the fuck down. D-Book and Chris Paul went to their first NBA Finals. So it was it was it felt good to have like possible first time champions coming out. Nobody, and I mean nobody on either team, won a title. That was incredible and fun. I hope next year is a lot like that, but I doubt it. I think they're going to fight like hell to get the Los Angeles Lakers or the Brooklyn Nets to win that title next year. They're going to fight like hell because this is supposed to be the super team era. And I love motherfuckers that interrupt eras of basketball. That's why I like the Pistons so much. Because you remember in 89, it was all about Magic and Larry Bird. And we interrupted that shit. And Larry Bird fucked his back up. So that gave us some time to slide in. And then Magic, unfortunately, got got AIDS. And then Michael Jordan took over the league after that. Then it became all about Jordan. And then the Orlando Magic in 1995... Spoiled Michael Jordan's comeback with defeating them in the 95 second round of the playoffs. I like motherfuckers that interrupt shit. You know, 04 Pistons. You know, it was all about Kobe and Shaq. They had just, you know, their three-peat just stopped in 03. And then 04, here we come to spoil another Lakers championship. And then San Antonio, even though I fucking hate them. They interrupted shit too. Because technically, 
This was, you know, LeBron's time to shine. And hit, and it was about to be his league. And then Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant interrupted LeBron's shit. Because this was supposed to be his reign of terror. Because you, if, if we recall, he went to eight straight NBA Finals. No matter how I personally feel about it, he still went there and it was supposed to be his run. It's It was his time. And unfortunately... You know, Golden State, San Antonio with the emergence of Kawhi Leonard, you know, slowed that run down. And now the league is up in the air for whose league it is. And that's what I liked about this year, the interruption. And I didn't have a problem with being wrong. Let's see, what else happened in sports that was interesting? Oh, man, everybody in free agency just, you know, Lonzo, DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, and Nikola Vucevic linking up in Chirac. That was big. You know, the Lakers picking up Russell Westbrook. It was a low point for me because I love Russell Westbrook, and I didn't want him going to the team of my enemy. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want him going on LeBron's team, but he's there. You know, it was a big move for Los Angeles. And then the Los Angeles Lakers free agent signing was a highlight of the summer. Them picking up Kendrick Nunn, which is going to be one of the better pickups of the offseason. Then you had Malik Monk, Carmelo Anthony, you know, to go along with LeBron and Anthony Davis. And then... Kyle Kuzma, Trez Harrell, KFC got their walking papers, y'all. Hey, man, let me tell you something. Every time I hear this song, take me right back to motherfucking what year was that? That was ninth grade. Man. This was, this is, man, this is one of the top 10 best ghetto love songs of all time. Man. Um, anything else? Just the major free agency moves was the highlight of the summer. Now, I'm promoting this playlist called The Summer 50. The link will be in the description of the episode. Summer 50. And out of this 50, I give you 10 verses. The top 10 songs of the summer edition. And we shall cease with the music. We got to cease with the music, y'all. All right. This list was completely tough. It was tough to pick 50 songs. And it was tough to pick the top 10 songs of the summer for me. Just me. A lot of these songs did come out in March and April and all that. Or last year. Whatever the fuck, fucking case may be. A lot of songs that didn't pop last year ain't popped till now. So suck a dick. All right. This is my 10. My 10. Not yours. All right. This is the songs that I felt like me and the people connected to the most. Now me, but this is my list though. At the end of the day, I make the final decision. I pick the 10 songs. Now, number 10 is a song like if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you know what I'm saying? You hear this song all the time because it's just the ultimate summer song that... The sound, you know, 50 Cent even said it himself, like, when he made this song, like, 
the sample rising to the top is just the ultimate summer song. It's up there with Will Smith's Summertime. You know what I'm saying? So, number 10, I got 50 Cent featuring NLE Chopper and Riley Lanes with Part of the Game. I'm only going to play a snippet, though, just to give you the sound of it. I hope this shit don't go to no goddamn ad. It bet not. Wrong, wrong song. My bad. I don't know why it played that shit, though. doesn't make any sense. Oh, boy. Hold on one second, you guys. Spotify. Oh, boy. Spotify. Why? Spotify. All right, let's go. Just a little snippet. Obviously, you know, we know the song because if you are a part of the power universe like I am, you watch all the power books like me. This is the theme song of Power Book 3, Raising Canaan. But the song came out a little bit towards the beginning of the year. And this is just vintage 50 cent. Number nine, this song right here has been one of the more popular songs. Is it my favorite? No, it's probably my least favorite song by these guys. And spoiler alert, these guys make the list more than once. I think they're the only people to make the list twice. Because technically, you know, as far as sound, this was one of the this this album had a summer sound. Number nine, I'm gonna go with Migos Straightening. You know what I'm saying? Although I think this shit is corny, I think it's a dope song, but it's not like my favorite song by these niggas. I think this song is super fucking mid. But it's a bop, though. We We Yeah, 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 yeah. But number eight. Oh, boy. This dude is Mr. Controversy. This guy just continuously keeps dropping, just continuously keeps being at work. Ever since his controversial 2020 situation, you know, he had been a little bit out of the loop, but he had still been making music, dropping projects independently. His Interscope contract just recently, you know, went out like in about 20, early 2020. And this dude released an EP dedicated to us finally escaping quarantine. And he was a big fixture during the quarantine. And he dropped a song. The title track. This is the title track off the EP, We Outside. Tory Lanez, We Outside at number eight. This is a banger. This is a fucking banger. I don't care what nobody says. Put it high. put it down if it ain't over 25. 
Okay, so now number seven, this is kind of like a underrated song to me. Like, personally. This is kind of, like, underrated. Um, but... Snow Allegra released her album... Uh, Temporary Highs... In the Purple Skies, or some shit like that, right? And she had a track with Tyler, the creator, on it. And that shit was a complete fucking bop. And it's definitely, you know, the sound of it, the feeling of it. It just feels like, it sounds like 2000s Janet Jackson a little bit to me. That's what it kind of reminds me of. You know what I'm saying? So, my number seven song is Snow Allegra, Neon Peach. Just give you a little bit, a little 30 second. Like the the tone of her voice, it just gives you Janet Jackson vibes on this track. You know what I'm saying? I could could have seen Janet on that motherfucker. Number six, this it seems like on both of these uh, albums, it's like Nas always seems to have a hype party record, and he's done this on damn near all his albums. You know, maybe except the uh, the N word album, but. This album right here, this song gives you summer vibes. This is just fire to me. And the interludes are classic. Number six is Nas, You Know the Vibes. Let's go. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say all that. I should have opened with the reading of the scripture from the book of Papa. Every time I pop out, it pop off, pop off. KTV got the top off, top off. Private estate, I'm a mob boss. mob boss. Every time I pop out, it pop off. Why KTV? God, son, they call me son, ain't no son of me. Ran a hundred M's, bitch, I'm running things. Paper power pussy, that shit coming threes. What you think I owe you some girl for fucking me? Imagine little 
All right, number five. Um, this song right here. I don't see how this is not a single yet, or I don't know why they haven't released this as a single. But this is hype. This song is hype as fuck. And again, it's the second appearance on this list by these guys. And I'm gonna go with Migos' "Birthday at Five. I don't understand why this song isn't a lot bigger. This is a good song. Definitely a five out of five for me. you get into this motherfucker you ain't gonna want to turn it off now number four i know it was released in march but i don't give a fuck man this song right here is this could argue for song of the year for sure you know what i'm saying we'll figure that out in the uh in my future top 100 songs of the year 2021 list that's coming in december y'all gotta y'all gotta wait for this one because guess what the cutoff time will be in December, early December at that, because I just feel like it's kind of not fair for when a, a single gets released in December. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, OK, we don't even know the potential of that single until next year. So I feel like December is a good cutoff time for this shit. Now, when it comes down to top 50 albums released in the calendar year of course you know new year's eve week you know some shit like that but number four these two i feel like are some bad motherfuckers with them vocals playboy they really did they thing with this one this this the, this is bruno and anderson pack silk sonic will lead the door open
Oh, man. Whoo! Hot fire. Number three. This song is everywhere now. This song didn't didn't technically hit until around a couple of months ago. All the girls that I know that be on that on the gram, motherfuckers on. I don't even I don't be on TikTok, but I hear that th- I hear this song is like heavily used on that site. And then you know when the ladies be going on their girls trips, aka the thought vacation. AKA the insecure flow. <laughs> this song just pops up, man. And they be using that for their steals and shit, for their stories and all that. Number three, we got the homie Wiz Kid. You know what I'm saying? If y'all not familiar with him, you know what I'm saying? He a reggae artist. He's fucking dope, by the way. Um, Wiz Kid featuring Tim's Essence. Man, this song right here, it's kind of corny, but it hits. This is a bop. This a fucking bop. I swear to God, that's a fucking bop, dude. Number two. Um, a lot of, uh, I mean, hey, man, this record right here, when it came out, I was like, this is going to hit. It's too fucking catchy. And she was spitting on here, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, she was talking that girl shit, you know what I'm talking about? Shorty has been a problem since she came out. And every time Shorty released a single, it's always platinum, bruh. But number two is the uh, double platinum hit record, Cardi B Up. Number one, I mean, 
But yeah, number one. This song is everywhere. Everyone likes it from the guys to the girls to the grannies to the aunties. And this is all about one particular substance. And the number one song that I feel like is the number one song of the summer is Money Bag Yo Wakisha. Let's get it. Yeah, I kind of put the cup down for a minute, but um, but honestly, man, like, everybody know the words to this. I still don't know the fucking words to this shit, nigga. It's your cup. Drink it. So whatever the hell was in my cup, the only reaction I did was got more popular, more successful, did a lot more things that I've ever done. I probably should pick that cup back up. <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at Keisha like, do you love me? Do you love me not? Damn, you hit the spot. Taste like candy, sweet like fruit, or wet like water. Can I love on you? Withdrawals, I'm feeling different. Every day I need a dose. Every now and then I'm missing. I got my times when I go ghost. But she mine. I'm stepping her. Priority status. So them other bitches mad at her. Too bad. Thumbing through a hundred thousand. I spent that times too on you. Call myself, couldn't you lose? Then I pop back up like pickable. Here I go, flyer than most. Louis V. Coke. Gas station, coffee cup, full on drive boats. No money came by happiness, but she found love inside the G. Hitting something to eat, that's all a thug nigga need. No lie, you get me higher than the prices of my weed. Alright, alright, alright. Now, I think it was one more thing about the summer that I wanted to talk about, but then, guess what? I fucking forgot it. <laughs> I fucking forgot it. I'm sorry, man. I'm too too young to be feeling this old in the brain you feel me but um yeah that's my show man this is kingdom uncensored summertime shootout and i'm out